Welcome to the 34th episode of our podcast series about positive intelligence. Now, as you remember, in episode 33, positive intelligence coach Angie Alexander and I discussed the application of positive intelligence to women in technology. Now, we're going to get into what positive intelligence is in great detail in this particular episode, but basically it's a system that enables you to turn down the volume of your saboteurs or the voices coming from your left brain and turning up the volume of those voices, your sages and wiser self coming from the right brain. That's greatly, uh, that's a great oversimplification, but essentially that what it is, that's what it is. Now, today we have an excellent guest, Dr. Mary Oak. Dr. Mary Oak is an executive and leadership development coach working with high-performing individuals from across the globe, creating transformative change at work, in relationships, and in life. She specializes in working with change makers in leadership who create productive and supportive culture in the workplace. Even though she takes her work seriously, she makes coaching inspiring and fun. Mary has her PhD degree in psychology. She's a member of the faculty of the Coactive Training Institute and is a certified positive intelligence coach. She's also a member of a select group of positive intelligence coaches called the Firekeepers. So welcome, Mary, to Podcast PQ. Hey, Charlie. Thanks for that awesome introduction. <laughs> well, it's well-deserved, Mary. It's well-deserved. It's so much fun being with you. Yeah, good. So let's let's start out talking first about coactive coaching. So what just describe to us what coactive coaching is. All right. So um, I want to start with something, the coactive model. Okay. okay. So the coactive model is a model of uh, encouraging transformational change that you can use in coaching, that you can use in relationships, that you can use in leadership. And so that coactive model is what you and I got trained and certified in as coaches. That's the model we use for coaching our clients. And the premise okay. of it is we're here to help people change and we use this coactive model to do that. So um, you mentioned in your intro that, uh, that I'm a faculty for the Coactive Training Institute. I've been a faculty member for them for over 25 years. Holy so cow. I've been swimming in the soup of coactive model coactivity um, for a long time. Um, so it's really a part of who I am and the way that I roll in the world. So I'm well, that's one of the reasons that you. you're my my guest on this particular series, Mary, <laughs> because you know what you're talking about. <laughs> Let's hope I do. Oh, you do. Now, tell us what the foundation is upon which uh, coactive coaching is built. Yeah, so the the core foundational elements of the coactive model, Charlie, are, you know, those cornerstones. So in the, the coactive model, it's that the assumption or cornerstone that people are naturally creative, resourceful and whole. It's the cornerstone that every moment is a moment for learning and opportunity. That's dance in this moment. It's the cornerstone that we are use the whole person that we're here in coaching to use all aspects of a human being, not just their silos of like, you know, like I'm a CEO and we're only going to talk about that. Or I, um, I have strengths in technology. And so we're only going to coach around that. We use all aspects of the human being and the change process. And that's the fourth cornerstone. 
is that the purpose of every coaching conversation is to evoke transformation, not just bear witness to it, but to evoke it. And transformation, you know, is about real and lasting change, not just a quick shift, but a real lasting, sustainable change. And so that's the foundation that the coactive um, coaching models built on. And it's important to note, and it's been drummed into my head many, many times that coaching is not problem solving. Exactly. But I didn't say anything about problem in I, any of what I said, right? I know. I wanted to emphasize that. That's yeah. been hammered into my head. Now, Mary, <laughs> <laughs> within this foundation, what are the principles that coactive coaches apply when they're coaching their clients? Well, you know, so one of the confusing things about the coactive model is we have these things called principles and uh, how they're used in the coactive model is they are the threads or the themes of life and so that in every coaching engagement and every coaching conversation there's going to be a thread of fulfillment there's going to be this theme of who am i am i living in alignment with who i am and the objective or purpose of coaching is to have you live in alignment, to create that sense of contentment and ease through living in alignment with who you are. That's the principle of fulfillment that we talk about. Yeah, the about. principle, and it also is to help you discover your values. So that so one of the ways that I, I live in alignment with who I am is I learn what my values are. In the coactive model, we use that values discovery, values exploration, peak life experiences. We also, in this thread or theme, consider all aspects of me. And in the coactive model, that's the leader within and our allies. Those are also expressions of our authentic selves. And that's part of the principle of fulfillment. Okay. And it's also isn't in fulfillment where you work on an individual's life purpose. Yes. And so um, the like the principle of fulfillment is a guide and life purpose is one of the ways that we magnify this principle of living in alignment with who we are. So living my life purpose, living in alignment with my values, having a sense of what my resources and strengths are through inner leader and allies. These are all part of that principle of fulfillment. Wow. Now, when, when, you, when you coach a client, oftentimes uh, they'll come to you with a situation where they're, they might be stuck on something. So you jump into a different principle of coactive coaching. So let me talk about all of the principles because I okay. use all of those principles. When someone comes to me with a challenge or a dilemma, all of the principles are at my fingertips to yes. use in whatever way serves my client best. So I think you're hinting at the principle of balance because that's yeah. usually the, the flag that says, yeah, you should use this principle. But the principle of balance is about empowering choice. And so that in any coaching conversation, you and I as a coach are going to look at how do we empower this person's choice? And in the principle of balance, there's some tools that we use in the principle of balance, primarily the balance formula, which has certain steps. You can use any or all of those steps steps to help empower that choice. But that's the thread of the principle. It isn't the balance formula. It's the idea that you and I are here to help this person empower in choice. And when I'm stuck, I'm not in choice, right? Yeah. When I'm stuck, I'm in a moment. But I also 
when I'm stuck or when a client comes to me when they're stuck, I might use the principle of process. Well, tell us about that. Tell us the about principle that. principle of process is to be present in the moment that is here now, not to solve, not to fix, but to really fully experience it. To and feel so, it, to feel to, it. To feel it, to, but the present moment, Charlie, includes our thoughts, yeah. our emotions, our sensations. Uh, it also includes our hopes and dreams, which, by the way, are in the principle of fulfillment, yeah. right? So the principle of, uh, of process acts as a guide to really magnify this moment. And so when someone is stuck, I might use the principle of fulfillment for them to be able to illuminate or illustrate the reason that they're stuck because they have two primary values that are in conflict within one another. So I might, we might do that from the yeah. principle of fulfillment, from the principle of process, we might like sit in the quicksand mud or sense of powerlessness right here, right now to discover what's here, what is being squished, what is being uh, shifted. Or we might use the balance formula. We might want to take a look at this challenge you know, like, uh, I'm not sure where I want to go with my life. Let's say I'm stuck. I don't know what my career path is right now. It's like, we might want to take a, a look at different points of view and looking at that neutral topic of what do I want in my career? So you can use any of the principles and all of them will serve. And it's, so what I hear you saying is when somebody's being a coactive coach, they don't say, oh, well, today I'm going to use fulfillment or today I'm gonna to use balance, or today I'm gonna to use process. You use them all. Well, yeah, and, and, and they're embedded in every conversation. Yes. They are you, embedded in every conversation. But I'll tell you, Charlie, I didn't figure out what a principle was um, until uh, I, I was about out, a year out of certification. <laughs> <laughs> and the, experiment that I, the experience that I had is I, I coached a, a client for 30 minutes and I predominantly asked them the same question which was, what do you want? What do you really want? What does your heart want? What do you know that you want? And I got, I hung up the phone, Charlie, and I thought, oh my God, they, I'm gonna get fired. Cause I basically asked the client one question. The next time we talked, the client said to me, Mary, that was the most powerful conversation that we've had. And that's when the light bulb went on in my mind. It's like, oh, I stuck with a principle of fulfillment. That's what a principle is. Like it's a <laughs> guiding theme. And with every question that I asked, the client went deeper. So. Wow, wow. Well now, Mary, you are also a certified positive intelligence coach. So let's talk about that. What is positive intelligence anyway? Well, so I'm gonna steal directly from Shirzat. Okay, right? absolutely. Positive intelligence is an operating system. It's an operating system or a tool used to build your mental fitness, your capacity to respond to life's challenges from a place of mental, or not mental, from uh, with a positive mindset, a positive, resilient mindset versus a negative mindset. So when I look at positive intelligence, it's actually a tool. It's a tool for strengthening my capacity for my own mental fitness. It's a little different than the coactive model. 
Mm-hmm. Collective model is like it. Like I want to use the analogy, and it might not be right because I'm not a tech person. But like Shirzad talks about PQ being an operating system, and I can layer on my coactive coaching into that operating system. So, for example, if I have an iPhone with an iOS system in it, there's multiple software programs I can run through that iOS, right? Yep. And so that's how I look at positive intelligence. It's a tool. It's a tool, and I can use my coactive coaching. I can use it in the process of my coactive coaching. It's just one of the many tools I have available to me. And as, as a system, you have to learn how to use a system. And Shirzad, I understand, calls it building mental muscles. Yeah. Well, building, yeah, there's three primary muscles, right? Mm-hmm. Self-command, which is your capacity to direct your mind. You know, that's the PQ reps that we do. Um, that, that's the muscle of self-command. Then there's the muscle of saboteur interceptor, which is about catching the saboteur as it comes. Um, and that, that allows you to develop <laughs> or command your mind. And then the last muscle that we use in the positive intelligence system is the sage perspective, that everything is a gift or an opportunity for learning and growth. So I those found, are the three muscles. I found uh, one of the most profound uh, things about positive intelligence is that all negative uh, circumstances can, uh, can, there's a gift in that can be found in these sort of things. Talk about that for a minute. Well, one, sometimes I chafe at the idea that there's a gift in a poopy situation. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, um, so I prefer to think about it. There's an opportunity for learning. Everything that we experience presents an opportunity for learning. And um, sometimes the opportunity for learning is about experiencing the negative experience. Think about grief. Yeah. And, you know, in the grief process, you know, grief is, is very painful and it's very unique. Um, and uh, the, everyone's, every, the ability to experience the sadness that comes from grief is really important in finding the learning in grief. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. Now, uh, positive intelligence as a system is also the development of habits in a sense. Yeah. I mean, you, you're basically training the mind to respond or to be triggered by what they call these PQ exercises, right? Practice these PQ exercises and that can trigger your, uh, it can basically turn the volume down of your saboteurs and turn up the volume of your, uh, of your wiser self. So it's a habit forming kind of a, uh, a program or a system. And that to me, one of the, is one of the things, Mary, that uh, makes it different from other, other programs in that you don't forget it. Right. You know, it's not academic and you lose 80% of it in two weeks. You right. keep this. Right. Well, and that, so, you, you know, this is one of the reasons that I became a PQ certified coach. Okay. Because what everything I know about over 25 years of helping people to establish sustainable transformational change, everything I know to be true is integrated into the positive intelligence system. What we know in neuro, from neuroscience is integrated in, what we know from cognitive psychology is integrated in, what we know from performance uh, psychology and positive psychology is integrated into this positive intelligence operating system. And 
fundamentally, it is about creating the, the physiological, you know, really focusing on developing the physiological components for mental fitness. And that, that isn't just our brainy brain, it's also our sympathetic and parasympathetic nervous system. Um, the PQ reps help nourish our parasympathetic nervous system, which is about establishing contentment. And that's the cascade of things that happen in our physical body that bring about peace. That's, that's, that's my mnemonic device. Parasympathetic is about peace. Sympathetic is about that fight or flight response, which we need to have. Okay. Yes. And that fight or flight response, flight, flight, faint, whatever is, uh, you know, what's wired in to help save us and protect us. So anytime we feel fear, that system is going to kick in. And so we have to build our capacity to strengthen our parasympathetic nervous system because the two systems operate at like a seesaw. When one's up, the other one's down. When the other one comes up, the other one's down. And like any physiological experience, the more you practice it, the stronger it gets. And Just so like an athlete working out. Exactly. Exactly. You know, it, you don't like, you don't start running by just jumping into a marathon and running a marathon. No. Right. Well, some people do, but I would never <laughs> do that, Right. But, but most people start for training for a marathon by doing a, a regimented training program. And that's what the PQ program does is it gives you the basic training program so that you can strengthen that capacity so that you can run the marathon or lift the car off the baby yeah when there's a big you know hijacking or stressful event in your life you have the strength to be able to find that reserve so and you have the tools to trigger those reserves absolutely because you've trained your body to do it and you probably know this from your history is that the more you train yourself to do it, the more your body knows how to do it without you even thinking yeah. the thought. You got it. Well, Mary, you've been uh, a very successful co-active coach for many years and, and, and you've picked up positive intelligence as another uh, tool in your toolbox. Tell us a little bit about how uh, co-active coaching and positive intelligence are, are, are compatible. I don't see them as incompatible at all. I just right. see them compatible. Well, there's actually elements of the coactive model that we didn't even talk about that really lay right over some of the fundamental uh, things that we do in PQ, right? So well, let's talk about, about them. Yeah, yeah. So one of the things we didn't talk about is, you know, as a coach in the coactive model, we have some contexts, some places that we come from as coaches that serve that uh creating, evoking transformation, right? We have the context of curiosity, which is about creating an open and playful space for learning and mm -hmm. discovery. We have the context of listening, which is that deep listening on all levels uh, in service of the client. We have intuition, which is that deep sense of knowing that resides in the background. Uh, we have the context of forward the action, deepen the learning. That's, that's the purpose. That's why we coach, right? The purpose coach. of every coaching conversation is to deepen learning and forward action at the same time. Yeah. And then the last context in the coactive model is the one of self-management, of being able to manage our own beliefs and judgments and opinions. So clearly, positive intelligence helps you to self-manage. Like if, you're, if this is a context in your coaching, PQ is a primary tool for helping you and me to really be powerfully present 
from a place of view of my sage from my powerful authentic self and not my saboteurs which are all anxious and uptight and is my client going to get something out of this and am i doing it right and all that stuff right so that's one of the overlaps right there that my own personal practice uh, of positive intelligence helps so it's me. helping it's not helping not only the client it's helping you well this is one i yeah. mean it's going to help the client too but i mean that's one overlay yeah. for example is like it helps you to be a more powerful coach so that you can evoke transformation in your client another powerful overlay is that context of curiosity we talk about, you know, in the PQ program, the sage, our authentic self has five superpowers, right? What are those superpowers? Right? Those superpowers, you know what they are. But okay. one of the we'll get into them a little bit. Yeah, we'll get into them. Okay. One of the superpowers is explore. It's that fascinated anthropologist. So that capacity or that power of the sage really serves to create that space of curiosity that place for discovery with your clients, the superpower of empathize, right? Which is that's that so deep. important. That's so important. Well, and again, that's another critical thing for self-management. Yep. Number one, I need to have empathy and compassion for myself because if I don't do that, I can't have it with my clients, right? And so that fits into the self-management piece. But it's also critical to listening, don't you think? Yeah. It's like. I'm listening with an open heart. I'm listening through the lens of love. I mean, we don't tell our clients that, right? <laughs> but, but that's what empathy is, is that deep compassion um, for ourselves and for um, the people that we're with. So those are some of the overlays. Now think about the power of innovate. So innovate is another sage superpower, right? Another capacity to for, and it's all about, you know, uh, Innovate is about creating change. So, but but think about it. It's about drumming up all kinds of ideas, generating it ideas without bias. Yes, and without without uh, value judgments based on what someone says. Right. And so think about like the balance formula. Let's pull the balance formula apart for just for a minute. Like there is a brainstorming part of the balance formula. Right. Yep. And so this power of innovate, of really being able to generate without bias ideas is critical to that aspect of balance formula um, to be able to give our clients a really full range of choice. You got to be able to generate those kinds of ideas. So. Wow. Wow. And also positive intelligence does, from what I understand, uh, give you much greater depth and insights into the concept of saboteurs, of the different kinds of yeah. saboteurs. Well, I mean, it does it in a very succinct and simple way. It helps us to understand that we all have saboteurs. Yeah. Uh, in fact, I, one of the things I think is really critical and um, important that the positive intelligence program shows us is that we all have a judge. We all have that universal... Uh, you know, Shirzad doesn't like to call it an inner critic because it's so destructive, right? It's not just a critic. It's, it is really a, a soul squisher. Um, it's so destructive. 
And so we all have that universal judge. And then with the research that he's done, he's been able to identify the accomplice saboteurs, those nine different ways, so that when the judge needs a little assistance to squish your spirit, it'll just tap on, you know, the, the controller, it'll tap into the victim or whatever to create misery. And, and you know, that is the only function of the judge is to create misery. Um, yeah. So. Well, one of the things as you're talking here, it reminded me of one of the sessions that we had with uh, Bill Carmody about yeah. how these saboteurs are not just, there's just not one. They work as tag team members. Absolutely. <laughs> they're pernicious. They're nefarious. They follow no rules. And, and they really, lie to you. They lie to you. Constantly. That is the hallmark of yeah. any saboteur is that it's lies, even if it sounds like it's a benevolent advisor of really, I know what's best for you, dear. Don't, you know, you don't need to listen to this coach because she doesn't know what she's talking about. I know what's best for you, yeah. you know? And that's like, that's so slippery and so deep. How do you handle that, Mary? I mean, uh, you know, I've heard, uh, heard people say, well, try to get your client to figure out or determine what the cost of listening to that saboteur might be. I don't know. Well, I mean, there's different ways that, that I play with this. I mean, so sometimes I actually teach my clients the positive yeah. intelligence. In fact, right now, if you were to hire me as a coach, uh, you get the uh, six weeks of positive intelligence baked into every coaching engagement. It's such a powerful, transformative tool that works so quickly and efficiently. I now have baked it into every single coaching engagement that I do. So everybody who hires me as a coach gets positive intelligence, but there's ways to integrate it. Um, so ask me the question again, Charlie, ask me the question again. I can't remember what it was. <laughs> <laughs> I was looking toward the next one, Mary. I was yeah, looking. No, no, but you asked, it was, it was a, like, how do you get your, well, what does it cost you? It? What, what do the, the, what do these cost you? What does they, what does well, listening to the saboteur cost you? Yeah, well, so here's what here's where I want to start is that oftentimes catching the saboteur, catching the lie is the is the first level that that anybody, including myself, has to do. So before I can even examine the cost of a saboteur, I have to recognize that it's there. Yeah. And so um, generally we look at like the sense of misery or or the kind of pain or what's real and what's made up because saboteurs take the things that are important to us they twist them and they use them against us so they might take a value let's say i have a value for excellence when everything i do i want to do it excellent and well well a saboteur will take that and say well yeah if you really want to do it well you got to do it perfectly and if you don't do it perfectly, you're not going to get the raise. And if it's not perfect, you are not going to be able to continue in your career. So do you see how it takes an element that's important to me and then twists it? Yeah. And so once we get to see that relationship, that's when I find, Charlie, when people can begin to see the price they pay for following that lie. Yeah. What are you missing out on? You want excellence. You're striving for perfection. What's that costing you? It's important for the clients to understand that. It's important for them to figure that out for themselves. You don't have to tell them that. 
No, but I have to help them see yeah. what what the saboteur is. Like, I guess in the PQ system, we'd say what the lie is. Yeah. But I have to help them see what the part of it is because oftentimes it sounds like the truth. Like I, you know, I I was late delivering this result and, and I'm gonna lose my job. It's like, well, wait a minute. What's real and what's not? You were late delivering this result. Okay, yeah, well, so what's the consequence? Oh, the team didn't have what they needed and blah, blah, blah. Now this piece, you're gonna lose your job. How on a, you know, likelihood from zero to 100, how likely is that to happen? Oh, it's about five. Okay. So anyway. Well, so, now I was going to ask you a question about, uh, give me an example of a typical understanding that there are no template for this uh, yeah. typical example of uh, a coactive coaching session. But I think I'll, given the fact that you're really an integrated coactive and positive well, I, intelligence. I coach. can give you, I can. Hey, give let's you do that. What would a, what would a thing. typical coactive coaching session be without positive intelligence? Oh, uh, well, it, so without the positive intelligence operating system, yeah. Charlie, or so I can't do, I can't coach without positive intelligence. I was, I was coaching with positive intelligence before it got invented, yeah. if that makes sense. It because does. the principles of positive intelligence are the principles of what really help people make lasting change, okay? What's different in the 25 years since when I started to now is we now have a whole boatload of evidence that points to here's what's happening. Here's the neuroscience of what's happening in a change. So in a typical coaching session, one of the things that I recognized years ago is that oftentimes clients would come and they're in between things, running from meeting to meeting or space to space, whatever, they would come to coaching and their saboteurs would set the agenda for what we were going to coach on. So one of the things that I learned to do is to help them transition to and connect to their authentic self in a coaching session. So in every coaching session, I build in this sort of transition. I used to do it with just a provocative question, like what are you most proud of today? Before we start working, what are you most proud of today? which would tap them into their authentic self, okay? The principle of fulfillment, right? Let's get to the heart of who you are. Um, now what I do is I have everybody do a PQ rep. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm not kidding you, Charlie. Even my clients who don't know the positive intelligence program, we start with a PQ rep and I just lead them through a quick two minute grounding, getting them here a moment of celebrating. So it might be the question, what are you most proud of today? Or what do you want to celebrate? Or what's delighting your heart? So that they're coming from their sage. And then I ask them what they want to work on and mm -hmm. have them define not just the topic I want to work on, you know, like I'm really having a hard time inspiring my team. For example, that might be their topic. It's like, okay, so then let's look underneath this and see why is that important to you? What's the purpose of having this explored in coaching? What do you want to have at the end of our coaching conversation that you don't have right now? And so that's the agenda. And I'll tell you, Charlie, I get to that agenda super fast when everybody <laughs> does a PQ rep. So. Well, that's amazing, Mary. And now, well, you 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 are an amazing integrated uh, positive intelligence and coactive coaching coach. Uh, you know, there are some specific steps or not protocol, you might 
might say for positive intelligence coaching and and not every session is the same but in a sense what are the what are the basic steps of the proactive or the uh, positive intelligence coaching uh, protocol you know it, it it is just sort of that thing that i just outlined right there is really having the coaching conversation be defined by the sage or invited or described by the sage. And so you got to do some of that. You also take a look at, so for example, in the example, like I'm not getting my team motivated to function independently. I, I'm not just not in within the PQ model. I would invite you to start looking at and what are, you know, what's the the misery or the tension or the stories that you're making up about this dilemma. And then what of that is true and what of that might be uh, is a lie. And I'll use that frank language even in, you know, it's all my fault, for example, is a typical lie that yeah. the saboteurs will tell us. Right. And then to be able to say, to be able to say, okay, and how would you like this to be? Like to be able to move to that sage perspective. And you, you choose one of those sage powers that works. I mean, yeah. I start every every coaching, whether it's PQ coaching or coactive coaching, from that sense of empathize. Mm -hmm. I do what I need to do to be in that power of empathize or empathy in every coaching conversation. And so oftentimes, people have to see, have compassion for themselves before they can make change. So in the beginning stages of coaching, there's a, a lot that's about building that self-compassion. Because if they can't do that, surely they can't use any of the other tools. They can't use explore, they can't use innovate, they can't use navigate. You know, navigate is about, you know, being able to see yourself into the future and, you know, tap into that wisdom. Um, and they can't use activate because if activate is corrupted by a saboteur, it, it is a, a push rather than a pull. Yeah. And so if we overlay like the coactive model, the principle of fulfillment is all about that pull. It's all about what's the vision, what is it that you'd like to become? And so um, that's an integration there too. Well, now we've discussed both uh, the coactive coaching and positive intelligence coaching. Now, let's just assume or or, or make believe that that we're at some conference and and uh, you have a name tag on uh, and it yeah. says Mary Olk, uh, certified coactive and positive intelligence coach, and I'm a uh, potential client and we get on the elevator together and we're going up forty floors and I look at you <laughs> and I say, Mary, Mary. Well, what do you do? What is that? Uh, I don't know that I would answer. I suck at this question, Charlie. I never <laughs> have an elevator speech, never. Um, but I dance in the moment. And I. so can we talk about it from a different angle? Sure. Because here's like, how do I grow as a coach is sort of the question I hear underneath what yeah. you're asking. Yeah. I think that's underneath, right? It is. So when, so the coactive coaching model is about developing my skills and abilities as a coach. And there are some very particular ways. In fact, I think the CTI, the Coactive Training Institute, is the gold standard for building skills and abilities and a way of being and a coaching mindset. And that's, that's the, the 
sort of the profession or the job of coaching. Yes. So once you have somewhat of mastery of that, then you can add in tools and you can do it simultaneously. But the the PQ model doesn't give you the basic coaching skills skill set. So you need to have that in order to be a successful coach using the PQ operating system. Does that make sense? Yes, it does. You knew you're basically saying that the uh, positive intelligence, the PQ system really adds dimensions to a person's coaching uh, capacities right. and, and, comp and competence. Exactly. And, uh, you know, building my mental fitness, even if I'm getting trained as a coach to be doing the positive intelligence training will build my capacity, my mental fitness, my ability to learn those coaching skills. Because one of the things that I see in all the training that I do, so I've been faculty for CTI for over 25 years. And one of the things that gets in the way of every developing coach is their own saboteurs, their own, uh, you know, the, the forces that tell them you're not good at this, you're never going to be good at this, or you have to deliver value to your client. And if you don't deliver value to your client, you know, that this capacity for self-management is a really critical component of building all of your skills as a coach. So they're interrelated. They don't have to be done on a sequence, but but I don't know, you have to pay attention to your own learning styles. How much learning can you take in? Yeah. Um, but I find that some students can really integrate it well. Like this ability to build their mental fitness really helps them to master the coaching skill development. For other people, they need to master the coaching skill development, and then they develop their confidence and maturity as a coach through using mental fitness. So they go together. They certainly do. And I think you've already answered this question, but I want to ask you again, and maybe you just summarize it a little bit. You're, you're talking to a group of uh, certified co-active coaches, and they are possibly interested in adding positive intelligence to their toolkit, you know, and you only have a couple of minutes to tell them. What would you tell them? Uh, multiple things. One, we've already talked about how this is a critical, if you're going to be a good coach, you need to be a strong, resilient confidence. You need right. to be able to have that positive mental fitness, that positive mindset. You're saying basically that you not only need it to serve your client, you need it for yourself. Uh, absolutely. Like that it's not just about your clients. It's about you being the best possible coach that you can be. This tool, Positive Intelligence PQ program, will help you do that. Now, I'll, I'm going to tell you something else about okay. what I think I, for anybody who's interested, who's beginning their business as a coach and is interested and and really rocks with the positive intelligence program because not everybody does you know it's not a fit for everybody but we happen to be talking to an audience who it is right yep. that investing in the certification program is helps you develop a masterful level of the content for positive intelligence and integrate it into your coaching the business development piece in the certification program is the best business development i have seen in 25 years helping coaches to be successful as coaches. I would agree 100% with you, Mary. That is exceptional. It's, and it is the only one that I think is designed really to help coaches succeed. There's a lot of 
uh, one-offs or a book about this, or but this is a program that walks you through a business development, helping you to get a sense of how to build your business brain. Which, and it shows you how to keep your how to how to hold yourself accountable for what you're doing. Well, and it's with a bunch of people who are supporting you in that, and you know, um, and I, I, this, I, I, I've been a part of a lot of business development programs. This is the most comprehensive, supportive, and thorough business development program for coaches I've ever seen. So. Well, I haven't had that as, as much experience as you have, but what I have, I would certainly agree with you, Mary. Yeah, and it well, integrates all the components of of the world of business are integrated into this in a way that coaches can digest it, which isn't always the case. Well, my friend, I want to thank you for joining me because uh, this is, uh, as always, whenever I'm in a conversation with Mary Oak, I always have fun. And this is one of those experiences and learning more about how coactive and positive intelligence coaching are, are related and can be used effectively. Uh, you've really brought some clarity that, to that. But uh, before we close, uh, Mary, how can somebody contact you if they're well, interested in having you, which I would recommend as a coach? Yeah, well, so the easiest way is call my landline. Ha! <laughs> I'm so old school, Charlie, I still have a landline. So you can leave, call me at 952-939-0277. And I Say that again, 952-939-0277. Now, all the other things I'm going to give you, you're going to be able to find that phone number for okay. that as well. Um, most people reach out through email, Charlie. So that's Mary at Coach Olk. And Olk is O-L-K. Mary at Coach Olk. Dot com. Mary at coacholk.com. Dot com. Yep. And it's O-L-K. That is O-L-K. If we lived in Germany, you'd pronounce it Olik. Just just for that. Um, and then I have a website. So go check out my website, www.coacholk.com. www.coacholk.com. Yeah. Well, thank you very much, Mary. Thank you for joining us. Uh, by the way, when people how how people can get a hold of me, they can get a hold of me through, of course, this podcast, podcastpq.com, and also through my coaching site, which is charliejetcoaching.com. And jet uh, with two T's. That's right? with two T's, like a jet airplane with two T's, charliejetcoaching.com. And since you gave them your phone number, I'll give them mine. Mine is if I can remember it. Six three zero seven two eight fifty seven eighty five. All right, do that again, but go slower, dude. Six three zero seven two eight fifty seven eighty five. I know how to dial it, but I sometimes can't remember what it is. I, I, and I, I and I give my phone number so seldomly these days. Like half the time, I find I'm giving my home phone number. It's like, wait, <laughs> hang on. Well, well Charlie, Mary, again, thanks for joining on. us. Let me say thank you to you, my friend. Like, oh, you're welcome. Your... And uh, I hope that you will accept another invitation down the line because you you're bet. such a fun guest. You bet. I well, would happily come and talk about anything with you. And just thank you for doing this. Thank you for helping us as coaches to really understand what's going on and how things fit together, your curiosity and your sense of welcoming and providing a service to the community is just so terrific charlie so thank thanks you. a lot mary i'm trying to get the word out i'm trying to help our coaches trying to keep the enthusiasm up and trying to get as many people as possible interested in positive intelligence
So thank you again. We'll see you soon in our next podcast PQ episode, when we'll discuss the practical application of positive intelligence in a different area of interest. Thank you.